Welcome to Texans All Access, brought to you in part by Red Diamond, the preferred coffee and iced tea of the Houston Texans. Here's the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Welcome into Texans All Access on a Tuesday. I'm DP Sidhu along with Drew Doherty, Mark Vandermeer. We just wrapped up an hour with Eric Murray, and it was nice to actually meet him on Zoom because I actually had not talked to him. I know Drew had caught up with him uh, in training camp, but good to put a, you know, get to talk to him for an extended amount of time other than just seeing him in the Zoom press conferences. But here we go, week 10 at Cleveland. Eric heads back to his former team, as does Duke Johnson, as does Romeo Cornell, now 2-2 two and two as interim head coach. Uh, let's go. The Texans are on a winning roll. Let's hope they keep it going. Yeah, and, you know, Eric Murray in the secondary, they'll get tested again with Baker Mayfield this week. He talked about how hard Baker Mayfield throws the ball, and he kind of pointed out that the Texans dropped some, some picks last weekend. Jake Luton, I guess, he puts some mustard on the ball and uh, made it a little bit tougher to catch. So that's why we saw a few drops, perhaps, by the Texans' secondary. And, hey, what happens if they do haul in maybe two of those or one of those? How much of a different game is what we saw on Sunday? doesn't matter. Texans won. That's good. and That's fine. But, you know, Baker Mayfield had a good second half when he was here in Houston as a rookie and can't coming off a nice game. But there's been – some shakiness, some unsteadiness throughout the season. And the Texans are kind of hoping for the bad Baker Mayfield as opposed to the one that's been uh, successful as of late. You know, they can put up a lot of points. I know they've had games where they haven't, but they've had games where they have. They had a bad game against the Raiders offensively. Uh, the Bengals, I know they get Bengals give up a bunch of points, but uh, they were high-scoring games. And I just think that for the Texans, until further notice, we're going to have to see Deshaun Watson and company really rocket through the air and, you know, try to get whatever they can get on the ground. I liked getting over 100 yards against the Jaguars. Watson was obviously a huge part of that with the 50 yards. And I, I think you got to have it that way. You got to have Deshaun run the ball safely, safe running, but he's going to have to run the ball for you because who knows about David Johnson? You know, I like Duke as a running back. You look at the numbers and they're not pretty at all from the game, but I thought Duke had some pretty good runs, you know, when you needed them a little cut back and some, you know, bursts here and there and eight yards here, eight yards there. So more of that, please more Watson runs and certainly keep this high flying aerial attack going. Cause look, that's what it is. The numbers back it up. They are throwing the ball at a rate that we haven't seen around here, maybe ever. Right. I mean, he's putting up some really nice numbers and you got to continue to do that because that's your best asset right now. Number four, throwing the football to Fuller and Cooks and Cobb and the rest of the guys. Well, it just seems like he's his completion rate's gone up, touchdowns, interception ratio has gotten better in weeks. It's just strange that it hasn't translated to wins. Obviously, the defense, um, you know, has had its its issues and the run game has had its issues. But you'd think with Watson playing at the level that he is, surely you'd be able to win some of these yeah. these games. And you hope that you know what it the, the pendulum swings the other way now in the second half of the season. And it is enough to overcome some of the other deficiencies that the team has. Cause a lot of teams have deficiencies. There are very few teams in this league that are strong on both sides of the ball. Like every team's got its deficiency, but Watson is playing as good as any quarterback out there right now. Yeah. And you know, last week was a perfect encapsulation of all that is going on with the Texans in 2020. In the middle of the week, he was asked to Sean Watson by the media about, Hey, we know you, you guys, don't have the wins and strictly from a, pre a personal level or on a personal level, how do you think you've been playing? And Deshaun said, well, you know, we haven't won ball games, but I've never played quarterback this well. I've never spread the ball around this well. And then what do we see on Sunday has another great game. JJ Watt also gets his hundredth sack. And then afterwards in the locker room afterwards with the media, he says, I'm not able to do that where if it's not for a lot of my teammates now, a lot of my teammates before, cafeteria staff strength and conditioning so on and so on it's the ultimate team game and, and Deshaun is playing at his best but he has not been helped in certain aspects by the defense they haven't held up their end of the bargain and we're not talking out of turn the defense has said so so yeah he's he's got to keep this up maybe even amp it up a little higher if possible 
and he's got to get some help from the defense, I think in the form of takeaways, because Mm -hmm. the Browns are going to get their yards. You know, this is a very, very potent offense, but you got to come up with a takeaway or two or three. So Omar Mazuba PR, Texans PR, compiled all these cool numbers about Mm -hmm. Watson. And this is something I didn't realize. When Watson connected with Fuller, 77 yards, it's the longest completion by a Texans quarterback since week 10 of 2011. All right, so since that was Matt Schaub against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jacoby Jones, right? That was the that was the game in which I mean that was the last game Shaw played that year, and then they went to Yates. That was Week Ten. They were seven and three at that point. They had won four in a row. I remember it vividly. Yeah, I mean, Drew, this is amazing. That I, I mean, I that one, and you know, most stats don't really, uh, you know, don't really make me, you know, go. Hmm? But yeah. that one did because I thought that's really our longest completion mm-hmm. since 2011, and it is. And you've had Watson around here. This is year four for him, and you would think by accident you might get one of those, but they haven't. Well, I was st- I was surprised when I saw that about Will Fuller that that's his longest right. touchdown because yeah. in my mind, for some reason, I've, I'm always going to think of that bomb he caught at Seattle on the road as yeah. his longest, but it wasn't. It wasn't even close to the 77 yards he got there, but it just shows you how explosive – and how spoiled we've gotten watching. And I don't know that we're spoiled, but how lucky we are to see what this guy can do because he is a deep, deep threat. What is it now, 21 or 20 touchdowns in 30 games with Watson? That's remarkable. I mean, he and nobody scored that quickly and that much in their first 48 games. Now, he's been injured for lots of chunks of that, but Will Fuller has just been so dynamic and such a fun guy to watch. The last four or five years. It's funny that you mentioned the longest catch of Will Fuller's because I thought the same thing. I thought surely, and it was for a completely different game. I thought his touchdown catch against Miami on Thursday night, right before he tore his ACL. I was like, that has to be longer. And that's 73. So that, I think that was second. Mm -hmm. But I remember that he just had this beautiful touchdown catch, beautiful play. And then that was it for him for the season. You know, you're good when you've got multiple 71 or 70 plus yard <laughs> touchdowns. Which Golly. 70 yarder was it? Yeah. I mean, with Will Fuller, it's like, I don't know what it is. I mean, this year he's been healthy. He's been playing great. That's the other thing. It's like, he's been playing his best football. Watson's been playing his best football. Even JJ Watt, you know, for being in year 10, he's having himself a great season. And, you know, it's, it, there's no secret about JJ Watt. Like other teams are focused on him and he's still able to get the sacks. He leads the team now. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love that his 100th was a strip sack. You know, I wish the Texans recovered it, but it was on a third down play. I love that. It was a drive yeah, yeah. stopper. And how many times has he done that in his career? Back to Fuller for a moment here. I don't want to bog you down with numbers, which means I'm about to bog you down with numbers. But he's the only player in the NFL in the last four years with at least 20 touchdowns on less than 250 targets. Now, that might sound like a lot of verbiage right there, but trust me. Less than 250 targets, and he's got 20 TDs. The guy is an end zone magnet. Will Fuller scores touchdowns. That's what he does. He and Watson are prolific together, and you are seeing the results right now. And you brought up, and we all brought up, how hey, the offense needs to you know, continue to do this. And, and Drew said, you know, you need help around Deshaun and everything. There is some help. I think that. The key about Jacksonville was they got it going in the first half. I know the second half they didn't exactly explode, but they got it going in the first half. And if you could do that, you do put more pressure on the opponent. I mean, Jacksonville, I know they had that late touchdown drive and a chance to tie with the two-point conversion, but guess what? They had a late touchdown drive because they were down. You need Cleveland to be down this week in the second half. Got to keep the pressure on them. That's when Watt can go to work and things like that can happen where you get strip sacks. So let's see the offense continue to do this. First half magic, first half production. Hey, how about first drive production? Because that's the first first drive touchdown Deshaun Watson has led since Denver in 2018. Remember that one? Demarius Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, Yeah. Coming back and seeing his old team for the first time. That's how long it went. Now, A.J. McCarron, they scored a touchdown on the first drive week 17 last year against the Titans, but it had been a while since Deshaun and then had gotten cooking. Maybe that can continue. If it does, it just helps everybody. It helps your defense out. It helps everybody out if you can 
do that and, uh, and and get going early. Tim Tim Kelly brought up the playoff game to me and John and the playoff game against Kansas City. You know, we scored in the opening. Yeah, that is like, true. True. <laughs> he did he did bring it up. I mean, he just he just rattled them off, and he knew about obviously McCarron because to them it's like, hey, they're coaches, and uh, you know they they remember everything. They remember all of that stuff, but. He acknowledged that that was big, you know, being I'm, able to get it, especially when you're down seven, nothing after they score in their opening possession. I'm so traumatized by Kansas city that I, I, I've pushed that back to a recess. <laughs> you blocked it part out of my mind. Yeah. So yeah, my bad. That's, that's we needed therapy the for a regular season, a regular season though. You're, you're on target. All right. Let's yeah. uh, get into some of the top stories of the week as the Texans prepare for Cleveland with some hot reads presented by Geico, go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could say 15% or more on car insurance. Well, on Monday, Romeo Cornell said that the Texans would explore options if running back David Johnson can't play this week. Johnson left Sunday's game in the first quarter after a big hit by uh, linebacker Miles Jack. Behind David, the Texans obviously have Duke Johnson. They also have Buddy Howell, CJ Procise, and Scotty Phillips. Uh, Procise and Phillips are on the practice squad. So Cornell essentially said the team might also check out the waiver wire to see what other backs are available. But he does like what Duke brings to the run game with his running style and his blocking and his pass catching skills. So we could see Duke take the load with David Johnson. If he continues to be out, I find it hard to believe that he comes back for Sunday's game because that hit by Jack was punishing. I mean, he walked off the field. He seemed to shake it off, but we did not see him again for the rest of that game. Yeah. He got smoked on that one. And I wonder if we see more of Scotty Phillips or does buddy Howell get more curious or is it the third option of, we don't really know. It's precise or somebody off the, the waiver wire off of practice squad. But, you know, there's so yep. many veterans out there on other teams' practice squads. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's, you know, like, obviously that's how the Texans ended up with, with precise, but I think where, um, might, they, might they do that? I mean, they're, they're probably pretty high on the waiver wire, but I don't see any teams cutting running backs at this point in the season, you know. Mm-hmm. This is where the preseason and having not having one is – it's unfortunate because yeah. every preseason you get a look at some of these backs and, you know, we don't know what Scotty Phillips can really do. We saw a little bit of him in practice, but it's been few and far between the times that you know what he can actually do as a pro had a great game here when he was in the uh, Advocare Texas kickoff a year or so ago, but that's a totally different circumstance. And we've yeah. seen Buddy Howell in preseason action, you know, do some nice things as a running back, you know, he's excellent on special teams, but, is it something where you just want to keep in there and maybe bring somebody else in to get some carries? It seemed like Cornell was sort of hinting at how being capable, being able to, you know, give you some help there at the running back spot. You know who's available on a practice squad? Who's Lamar Miller? He's on the Bears practice squad. That would wow, that's interesting. And so you could sign a guy. I mean, I understand like with the with the camp, but if you can get a guy that's familiar with your offense and your system and you know what he can do now, whether or not he's healthy is a different story, but at least you, you have familiarity with him and you know, he'd kind of fit right in the locker room and with Deshaun. Well, Drew just said it. If, if you had a preseason, you'd see how all these guys look at least with a few reps and some of the guys, maybe a whole lot more than others. And you'd have that library of material. Now every NFL team has a depth chart, a league wide depth chart of who they think is the best available at every position, uh, whether it's from a practice squad or free agency on the couch, whatever, and for the Texans, I, you know, I don't know. It, knowledge of the offense is important. So a guy like Lamar could come into play. Uh, you know, Procise has been here. I don't know what they think of Phillips. Again, you didn't see him in a preseason context. So you'd love to have Scotty Phillips. Oh, here is 15 carries in a preseason game, and, and you really know what you've got. I think knowledge of the offense, pass protection, these are all important. You know, Buddy Howe gets in the other day, and then they have the bad exchange, and the ball comes out. I mean, you can't have that. But I think Buddy can give you some between-the-tackles pounding uh, that you've been looking for from time to time. And a play fake to him would be effective uh, if he can get that kind of thing going. But easy for me to say uh, they got to find a way to do it. I do like Duke Johnson, but I just don't think you can wear him out in a game. You have to get some help. I got a name for you. Hmm? Goal line situation. Okay. You've seen him do this at tight end in Cleveland before. How about J.J. Watt? No. <laughs> How about being not? sarcastic? Being I'm like, no, let's not. <laughs> but Doesn't remember the feel... last time JJ played in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. 2014 it... season was the year of JJ on offense. 
There's it doesn't no, feel like a thousand a years ago. I mean, that was six years ago, and it just feels like forever. And I remember going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Patty Smith. And we were still doing the pregame show on Fox back then, and we shot a bunch of it there. And it was just really interesting to uh, to reminisce because you had Ryan Mallett against Brian Hoyer in that game, and mm. Watt had the touchdown catch, and he also had a didn't he have a couple of fifteen yard penalties on? He almost blocked a few punts. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a Special wrecking team. ball that day. I, was, I remember Ryan Mallett afterwards said, "Who would have thought my first uh, NFL touchdown as a starter would be to JJ Watt?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I think anybody f- anybody could have bet on that. Flying back and thinking, you know, Mallett could be the starting quarterback of this football team. He got to start the next week, and that was it. That was all she wrote forever for Ryan. Too bad. All right. Well, the Texans activated Max Sharping, Whitney Merciless, and Dylan Cole today. All three came off the reserve COVID list. Uh, They have finished their isolation period. Jacob Martin, however, is expected to finish out his 10 days since he did test positive just last Wednesday. So it's good news. Uh, for the O-line, which suffered um, an injury in Sunil Kelamete on Sunday. He went out with a concussion. And then, obviously, to get Whitney Merciless and Dylan Cole back is huge because that linebacker group was looking mighty thin on Sunday. There were a ton of injuries in that Jacksonville game, especially in the first half. It was very hard to keep track of all the guys that were coming and going. They all seemed like pretty major injuries. Yeah, it's a good you, you got that's, that's something that I don't think can be underscored enough. I know it is Jacksonville, and this is – Boy, that, that's a franchise that is in the Valley. I mean, they are really, really – the Texans were touchdown favorites going into that game on the road. I mean, that's saying something in the NFL. But not having all those guys and then losing more of them as the game went on, it, it put such an onus on Deshaun Watson, such an onus on J.J. Watt, on your stars to really come up big. And they did. They came up big. They did what they needed to do to get that win. And it wasn't, you know, quote-unquote pretty – but it could have been a bigger blowout if you catch one or two or three of those, you know, almost interceptions. So, yeah, I thought it was a good effort. And you take it, man. It's, it's like we talk about all the time. It's the journey, and you just want to keep winning no matter how it gets done. You got to get some of these guys back. I mean, you can't live like this. You're going to Cleveland. You need to get the pass rush going. You need wit. You know, Jacob Martin, we'll see about him. And Romeo, I love Romeo's crystal clear clarity in his – press conferences and you know the way he describes things it's so simple but well we didn't do what we needed to do (laughs) on that side of the ball but we did on the other side and at the end we had enough points to win and we took the victory and i'm thinking he's so right no he's uh he he simplifies it so the layperson can understand it and he's such a gentleman i love listening to romeo uh, but I think that on that side of the football, on the defensive side of the football, you cannot live without Roby. Got to get him back somehow. Got to get these other guys back and get after it and improve. Because we've seen it here before, second halves of seasons where the defense really starts to step it up. Now, it hasn't happened every single year, but in the Cronell defensive coordinator era, it's happened more often than not. So you need that kind of thing to happen with Anthony Weaver as coordinator as these guys continue to mesh uh, in the defensive backfield and however they need to mesh. I mean, it was really disappointing that Roby couldn't go uh, and whatever led to that. But let's just see how they piece it together this week because it's only going to get harder. I know that the Patriots are undermanned and they had to rally to beat the Jets on Monday Night Football. And I know that Cleveland is not exactly a Super Bowl contender, but these, you can lose to these teams. I mean, you almost you yeah. could have lost to the Jaguars. You can lose to anybody. So, but you can also beat these teams. So let's keep continue. Let's stack them here. Cleveland, Patriots, Detroit. Let's go. All right. Well, speaking of injuries, Brennan Scarlett, he left uh, an already depleted linebacker group with an arm injury. Cornell said it was a fracture. And then on Monday, the Texans placed Scarlett on injured reserve. Now players can come back after missing just three games, but it seems like this might be it for Scarlett. If indeed it was a fracture, because I think three weeks is just not. Not I mean, enough. I'm no doctor, but I think unless it's some miraculous healing bone, it's probably not going to yeah. heal in three weeks. Could he come back for the end of the season? Maybe. I mean, I guess nothing's out of the realm of possibilities, but they're going to have to make do without Brennan Scarlett. And then Charles Amenahu, uh, who also went out, we'll have to wait and see until tomorrow's practice to see if he returns because he also left the game injury. I mean, it was just – you know what? Every time this team plays Jacksonville, do you remember it was uh, – Week one of 2017, the Tom Savage game when Deshaun Watson came in the second half. Didn't didn't this team have like 
eight Don't concussions or something crazy. Yeah. It was like five or six in that game. And, and then the they ran out week, of tight ends. We, were, we had no tight ends. And the next week was a short week at Cincinnati. That's when Deshaun had his first start. And I remember thinking, I hope he doesn't get crushed because we have no tight ends. Our offensive line was still kind of a mess back then. We're still trying to jiggle it and find the pieces yep. to, to put it together. But it just seems like these these divisional games are just really punishing sometimes. They're, I'm glad you brought that up. They are brutal. And, you know, case in point, I just brought up the Patriots beating the Jets on Monday Night Football, and the Jets were over going into the game. And mm. what it could have should have won that game. The Patriots had to give them, you know, I know this is not a great Patriot team, but you're three and five if you're New England. Give me three and five. By the way, speaking of three and five, if the Texans had somehow beaten Tennessee, uh. all right, Drew's <laughs> laughing at me. If they had done that, Drew, they're three and five. They're two games off the division. They play the Colts twice. They play the Titans one more time, and they already beaten them once in that scenario. Just and, I mean, they would have a lot of exciting possibilities in front of them. And they, they almost did. did it. They didn't do it. So you are where you are. Again, just stack wins, and I'll talk to you later. It's like Don Meredith always said, if ifs and buts were candy nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. So here we go. Turn out the <laughs> lights. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, J.J. Watt unveiled his first athletic shoe for women last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a hot read. The J.J. Ford was designed alongside his wife, Paleo. Oh, hi. There was only one natural, one natural color choice, gold, Watt tweeted. So I assume that's um, her favorite color. And for every uh-huh. pair purchased, the Watt team will be donating a pair to the mission of Yahweh Women's Shelter. It was such a good cause. So that's awesome. JJ, JJ forays himself into women's shoe design. Who would have thought that five years ago? Now, I like the JJ stuff, but I, does he want me to like it? Am I in the proper demographic here? I mean, is it like it's supposed to appeal to me? Do you have I feet? Think- do you have feet life. and do you have money? <laughs> If the answer is yes, then I yes. Do. I think JJ wants your feet and your money to be wearing his okay. shoes. And then on top of that, it's going to such an like such an awesome cause. And Mission right. Yahweh, it's been around Houston here for a long time. I mean, yeah. I remember growing up when I was a little guy, they were kind of sort of just getting started and the stuff they did is just and do is amazing. So that's that's really cool that every shoe gets that gets sold, they're sending some to uh to that that place too. They're helping out a lot of good people. Cool. So yes, the the, the short answer is Yes, he likes it. If he you wants your it. money. <laughs> he he right. won't judge you. All right. Speaking of sales, Jamie Roots, president of the Houston Texans, oh. his first book comes out today, The Winning Game Plan, a proven leadership playbook for continuous business success. It's out on Amazon. It's only, only 99 cents, and all proceeds will go to the Houston Texans Foundation. So a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge from the Texans president on how to build a successful franchise. He came in here in 2000, probably 2001 before the first season. Right, Mark? Is that when Jamie was hired? 2001? Uh, you know, was it I forget the year. It was definitely no later than one. It might've been. Oh, um, that Jamie was brought in. And I think it's excellent for people to read about the behind the scenes of the business side of the business, right? This is not about like we drafted David Carr. Cause we thought this is about setting up the franchise and, this explains to people why the Texans have sold out every game in franchise yes. history. It's not about football. I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, it is about football, but, but it's, not. it's about it's about the customer. It's about the fans. It's about taking care of people. It's about building the culture in the organization and how that can translate to wh- whatever business you are in, you meaning the reader of this book. So we highly recommend it. And proceeds benefit the Houston Texans Foundation is cool. You know what? It's funny because we work for the organization, so obviously we're biased. But before I worked for the organization, I would attend Texans games with my family. Mm-hmm. And I remember we, uh, you know, we were up on the club over for one game and we we're coming down the escalator and there were a bunch of people coming down the escalator. And my husband said, you know what? I think this could end up being a traffic jam because there's a little landing spot in the middle before you use the final right. escalators to go down. So it was like third floor down to the second floor down to the final first floor. And he said, you know, I think there's a lot of congestion, like people could get smashed or little kids could get squished if it's too many people coming down. It's like a, a bottleneck that gets created there. So I said, well, you should write, you should write them because they're always asking for fan feedback. I was like, just write them a note and say something. He's like, all right, sure. I'm sure nobody will ever see it. He writes a note and the very next game, they had somebody standing there and they were at the top of the escalator, allowing only so many people on at a time. And I directly, I, to this day, think that that was directly because they listened to fan feedback. It, it, was, right. it was amazing. And, and, you know, they really take it seriously when fans say something. 
you know, that they, they want to incorporate. I think it's all part of the game day experience, but I think the attention to detail is second to none. Oh, they, they damn sure do listen to fan feedback. I mean, yeah. I, I know of, I know for certain that there are at least two people dedicated solely to that website, that, that email address, that phone number, yeah. like they are constantly updating things and there is no detail too small. Like you're talking about. I remember my first year here way back when 2009, I used to go back out into the parking lot and interview tailgaters before games. And Jamie came along with, with one of them because he was doing an interview uh, with us. So I was just amazed at like every little speck of trash that he saw, he was picking up and throwing away. If there was a sign that was blown over, he, he went and picked it back up and set it up right. And yeah. then talked to whoever was in charge of that. I mean, he's, he has a, a, an eye on everything, even though he's, he's flying at that 35,000 foot level. He's also like flying simultaneously three inches off the ground. It's, it's really oh. interesting to see. And yeah, you're right. You make a suggestion. There's a pretty darn good chance it's going to get implemented by the next game, except I told him, hey, when are we going to see tattoo parlors up on the five level? <laughs> yeah, not there yet. He, not he not quite there point. yet. And you, well, both yeah. of you guys sat down with Jamie for a one-on-one. I'm sure we'll, we'll yeah. be hearing those interviews mm-hmm. in the next week or so. We're going to have him again. We had him on the I had him on, we had him on the pregame show a few weeks ago at the last home game against um, Green Bay. We'll have him on again for the next home game to talk about the book um, a little bit more. And it's always nice to catch up with the team president. All right, let's take a break. When we come back. What about Baker Mayfield? How much has he changed since his rookie year to year three? And reasons for optimism, there's tons when it comes to the Texans heading to this final stretch of the season. We're going to get to all that, plus playoff changes. That's all coming up in the final two segments of Texans All Access. Texans All Access continues in a moment. I'm a Verizon engineer, and today we're turning on 5G across the country, including right here in Houston, with the coverage of 5G nationwide and in more and more cities, the unprecedented performance of ultra wideband. It will change your phone and how businesses do everything. I'm proud because we didn't build it the easy way, we built it right. This is the 5G America's been waiting for, only from Verizon. 5G ultra wideband available only in parts of select cities. 5G nationwide available in 1800 plus cities. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Saltgrass Steakhouse is the place for a great steak. Why? Because they only serve the best certified Angus beef. A saltgrass steak is unmatched, unrivaled, and unbeatable when it comes to flavor. Each tender steak is seasoned with a perfect blend of seven spices, grilled over an open flame, and topped with seasoned steak butter. Taste the certified Angus beef difference today at Saltgrass Steakhouse. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Let's give thanks and give back. Help the Houston Texans Foundation reach our goal of feeding half a million families in Houston this Thanksgiving by donating now to Texans Care for Texans, presented by Kroger. Your donation will be sent directly to the Houston Food Bank, and just by donating $1, you'll provide three meals for our neighbors in need this holiday season. Donate now at www.houstontexans.com slash texanscare. More Texans Radio is on the way. This is a Crown Royal water break. Reminding you to stay hydrated and stay royal. No one wants to be that guy on game day. So take a water break and moderate your drinking to be the best fan you can be. Because the key to victory is making it to the finish line. That was a Crown Royal water break. Stay hydrated and stay royal. 
Please drink responsibly. Crown Royal Blended Canadian Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. The Crown Royal Company, New York, New York. At Mustang Cat, we understand that the work never ends. As the Caterpillar dealer for Southeast Texas, we deliver the equipment, service, parts, and rentals you need to keep doing the work. For a limited time, Mustang Cat is offering 0% financing with no money down on all compact equipment. Learn more at MustangCat.com or call us at 888-MYCAT-20. Mustang Cat, building Texas, powering the world. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. From kickoff to the two-minute warning, H-E-B has all you need to make your game day spread a touchdown. For the starting lineup, H-E-B's freshly made guacamole and salsas are a delicious play. And for meat lovers, H-E-B Prime One steaks and burgers are a sizzling way to get your grill on. Plus, pick up the extras like H-E-B's our finest paper towels, Texas tough trash bags and foil. From food to snacks to defensive sacks, home gating is a win with H-E-B. Deshaun Watson's offense scored a touchdown on the opening drive. Rock and roll. Touchdown, Houston. 57 yards. For the first time since 2018. And the early points were needed in a two-point squeaker in Jacksonville. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans. Play here. Play here. Play here. Play here. Hey, Texans fans, head on over to Cachada Casino Resort and play the largest and most spacious gaming floor in southwest Louisiana. With wide open spaces to play all of your favorite slots and table games, live bingo, off-track betting, and poker. Plus, beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and Casati Pines, the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Cachada is the largest casino resort in Louisiana and Louisiana's best bet. Located in Kinder, Louisiana, just east of Lake Charles. Take I-10, exit 44 to Kinder. For more information, visit CCRLA.com. What are the experts predicting about this week's big game? Extra points, Saturday nights at 1030 or after the late local news on ABC 13. Welcome back to Texans All Access. It's week 10. It's Cleveland week. The Texans head up to Cleveland. Back-to-back road games as they take on the Browns. Browns are 5-3. and three. The Texans have two wins on the season. They're 2-2 two and two now under Romeo Crennel. They hope to make it three wins. And hopefully they can do so, but they're going to have to get past a guy named Baker Mayfield. You cannot watch. I cannot watch five minutes. It seems like a football on Sunday when I'm home without seeing him on a commercial. And you know what guys, he's like really entertaining. I really like to say, I was going to say like, am I going to get beaten up for saying his, I think his commercials are kind of good. Really good. You know what? They are good. You know, what's going to be what what will impress me even more. I was talking to the Browns radio host um, in Cleveland. He said that, uh, Baker does a little bit of improv in those commercials. So they give him a script, but then he kind of does his own thing. So it's more natural and more him, which is what I think makes it so re- likable and relatable. It just seems like very natural. It doesn't seem like he's acting or reading a script. Well, I, you know, look, I enjoy him too. I really do. Uh, I just think that if you're the Browns quarterback, you got to be careful doing too many commercials early. I remember a Browns quarterback named Brady Quinn who did this, right? <laughs> and we were up there uh, facing them, but he wasn't playing. It was, geez, who was the other guy? It wasn't Kelly Holt. a lot of them. Yeah, there was somebody else with him there uh, that was starting instead of Brady. And now Brady's doing well on Sirius XM Saturday Radio talking about the NFL. But uh, you got to be careful. You know, you really want to establish yourself a little bit more before you start doing some national stuff. But, look, whatever. I think he's established as a big name Heisman Trophy winner, and he's taken Cleveland to it's not great success, but for them, they are having some success, and they they have a lot of hope, and I think that that's a great thing for them because the last time they were doing quote this well 
was when we were there in 2014, and they were six and three with Brian Hoyer coming off a blowout win over the Bengals, and then the Texans just took them apart. They they haven't been the same since, uh, since until they drafted Mayfield and got themselves some hope. So we'll see how it goes. Now I'd much rather be playing the Browns of three four years ago and just have like a, you know walk in the park kind of game on Sunday. Not that there's such a thing in the NFL, but I'd much rather have that. This is going to be a hotly contested affair, and it's a good one. I mean, the slate this week nationally is so good in the NFL. And then you have this game, Baker Mayfield versus Deshaun Watson. This is good stuff. It's going to be entertaining noon Sunday. Be there. Well, you know, I think with Baker Mayfield, it's like they were bad for so many years and they had all these picks and then they made it. And then it became, once he was there, I feel like he drew a lot of free agents to Cleveland that normally might not have signed with Cleveland. So even with Odell Beckham Jr. now out for the season with a torn ACL, they still have Jarvis Landry. They still have Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has seven touchdowns this year, r- running, uh, rushing and receiving touchdowns. Um, they get Nick Chubb back this week. He was on IR. He comes back. So the run game is fortified. On their defense, they've got Miles Garrett. They've got Sheldon Richardson. It, it seems like they've become a little bit more balanced. And it's hard to believe it's Kevin Stefanski's first year coaching because in a weird COVID year, you think new ho- head coaches are going to be at such a disadvantage. But it seems like they're putting the pieces together and things are starting to click. Um, we heard Eric Murray say feels like Baker Mayfield's making better decisions. So obviously less interceptions. I remember in 2018, remember that was a day that Baker Mayfield woke up feeling quote dangerous. And yeah. uh, the only thing that was dangerous was the fact that he threw three interceptions on back to back to back drives in the second quarter, because cool. it was uh, not a pretty day. I mean, the Browns turned it around in the second half, but um, it was, it was rough going his rookie season. He threw a lot of picks last year, 21 picks last year. Now he's 15 TDs, seven picks, uh, the yards per attempt are down. That means they're, you know, they're going with some short, controlled passing game stuff. You mentioned throwing to the backs, hunt, whatever. Uh, and accuracy, you know, here's the thing. This is such a big number to me in the NFL. Last year, he wasn't even 60%. This year, he's 61 and change. Uh, you want to be 65-plus in today's NFL. And I think that's a bit of a, a, an issue for him because when you're not throwing it deep a lot, which he's doing that less now, you got to be accurate. I mean, you got to be, you got to be 65 plus, you know, Deshaun Watson's right up there among the league leaders in completion percentage. And I think accuracy does translate to a degree from college to pro. So that's been a bit of an issue for him. I mean, sometimes he's on the money and makes great throws and he can scramble. He can make plays like that, but he does have some control issues to use baseball terminology. Uh, So I'm hoping that's the case on Sunday against the Texans. Now we've seen Deshaun Watson, and the tear, quote-unquote, he's been on over the last four, five, six games. I wonder how much, because much has been made before the season started about how well Deshaun played in primetime games. I wonder how much motivation is there or how much extra juice is there when he plays against some of these good, young quarterbacks like Mahomes, like what we're going to see later this year. Not Maybe not people aren't going to call him uh, good, but will we see Mitchell Trubisky, who was drafted ahead of him, you know, oh. Mayfield is in this crew. Like, does he get a little bit more geeked up and want to? I don't know. I, I just I think it seems like it it kind of happens a little bit better for him when this when these sort of matchups come. And I know they're not facing each other, you know, directly, but I gotta think there's a little something extra there for him, don't you? You know, it's funny. I think certain guys like I, I Watt is one of them. You know, he'll find motivation wherever he can. You know, he's got plenty already, but they're always looking for that extra juice, you know. And, you know, I I liken this to me playing pickup basketball because it's the same thing. No, it's not. But (laughs) I've I've had those moments where I kind of get angry at somebody or whatever, and I'm playing a lot harder, I notice, and I get a lot more energy. And I'm thinking, is this what the pro athletes do when they're trying to get a little, like, that guy just respected me. And all of a sudden you get more adrenaline because every little bit is going to make it go a little further, you know, one step farther, one, you know, a little bit faster, whatever the case may be. So I'm not sure about Watson though, because it, he always seems the same to me. Bill O'Brien always said that about him. He always plays the game with joy. Uh, he's always smiling. I, even when they're down and I, I don't take this the wrong way at all, by the way, because I think he lives in the moment. He's like, I'm going to make a play. I'm going to make a play every play. And if I can't make a play, I'm getting ready for the next play. And I think he does keep it in the moment, which is what you have to do if you're him. You know, you got to have that kind of composure. And he just plays the game with joy. Uh, and, uh, and and he's dying to make a play. He's dying to win. But I, I'm curious, Drew, 
will he have extra motivation when he goes to Chicago, uh, when he's taken on Joe Burrow or Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I think he's well aware of those situations. We'll see. You know, we'll see. I think it'll be a great matchup either way. I think for Chicago, for I think any time he faces someone that, you know, drafted any team that drafted a, a quarterback ahead of him or passed on him. I mean, I just think that's natural. He's just a competitor. He, of course, he's talked about it. You know, uh, he feels like he's just as good as, a, as any of those other quarterbacks. And, and Chicago gave up quite a lot to take Mitchell Trubisky in that draft. So, you know, I'm sure you don't want to come out there and make and let them feel like they made the right decision. You know, of course you want, yeah. you know, the fans certainly don't think so. The fans, oh. you know, the fans are like, we could have had Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. In that they draft. know they but, didn't. But the, they, the Bears are well aware that they made the wrong decision. They, they're well aware, but, you know, hindsight is always, always 2020. But, you know, when you, you, you mentioned Deshaun being so positive and happy, I, I did think earlier this year there was af- after one of the losses when, when he was, um, you know, just very introspective and talking about how he's, he's really hard on himself sometimes. Like he wants to make every play and make every completion. And, you know, he, he kind of internalizes that. And I felt like the way he was playing earlier this season in those losses, you know, he was trying to do too much, you know, and, and he was trying to right the ship and it just sort of, took time. Maybe, maybe it took the bye week Maybe it was after Bill O'Brien left and then Tim Kelly took over. I don't know what, maybe it was a combination of all those factors, but then it's like you get Brandon cooks going and Wolf Fuller going and all of a sudden things started clicking. So whatever he had to iron out in the first few weeks of the season, I think it's ironed out. I think watching Brandon cooks and Wolf Fuller opposite him, like, I mean, it does, we talk about covering up deficiencies on a team. I mean, if you can stretch the field, he had what that second drive, of the, the the opening drive for the Texans where they had the, the touchdown. That was a two play drive, like yeah. bam, bam. I mean, beautiful. He just, he just go. And, and then he scrambles. He's, he scrambled on that other touchdown that led to the Duke Johnson touchdown run. So, you know what? I mean, he, he just seems so comfortable and free. And I feel like that's something that we were kind of missing earlier this year. I agree. I mean, I, I think what. What they're getting right now is all around a good offensive perform, a really good offensive performance from the aerial game and all that involves. Uh, and it just needs to improve on the ground. And clearly the defense needs to continue to play better. But we talked about it, the deficiencies in personnel because of injury or COVID or whatever certainly was a factor. And I don't know how they're going to piece it together Sunday, but we'll be watching. All right, let's take a break. We've got one final segment. We'll talk more about this Browns-Texans matchup as well as – some possible playoff changes. Some big votes went down today. We'll let you know what happened. That's coming up. One final segment of Texans All Access. Don't go anywhere. Texans TV takes over Saturday nights. Catch Extra Points, followed by Texans 360, Saturday night at 1030 or after the late local news. Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the Kids School Program page and run your students through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! The Hyundai Thanksgiving sales event is going on now, so that means it's time to feast on the savings. What's more, you'll get the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and complimentary maintenance. Hurry in to the Hyundai Thanksgiving sales event before these great deals get gobbled up. Get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the 2021 Sonata or get up to 2250 cash back. See your local Hyundai dealer, the official car of the Houston Texans, for well-qualified buyers only. Offers end 1421. Call 469-613-0227 for more offer details. Texans fans. If your head's in the game, you're not thinking of hunger. But keep an eye on that scoreboard, because if your team scores two touchdowns at this week's game, you'll score a free Jumbo Jack at Jack in the Box when you purchase a large drink. Stop by a participating Jack in the Box location the day after the game to get your touchdown celebration meal on. Touchdown! How's that for some extra points? 
Deshaun Watson's offense scored a touchdown on the opening drive. Rock and roll. Touchdown, Houston. 57 yards. For the first time since 2018. And the early points were needed in a two-point squeaker in Jacksonville. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. My name is Anthony Smith-Gray, owner of the Spot Lounge and Bar. Business was great, and then the pandemic hit. And I was like, oh my goodness. I needed someone who knew what they were doing. I'm Javon Sterling. She was at risk of being left behind, and I offered to assist. Javon was absolutely fantastic. He understood the dynamics of a small business. Thank you, Amogene. Amogene Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation NA, member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. The Houston Texans Scratch Ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans Scratch Ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit TXLottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. It's Mattress Firm's Black Friday preview sale. Hurry in for savings up to $500 on top-rated brands like Sealy when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 on Sealy. Or save 50% on select mattresses from Sealy and get a Sealy queen mattress for just $249.99. Don't wait. Shop in-store, online, or by phone with a sleep expert for these amazing deals. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Texans fans, did you know Houston is home to North America's largest environmental solutions company? Waste management serves more than 21 million customers and employs over 45,000 people. From trash and recycling collection to renewable energy, we're working hard for a sustainable tomorrow. Join the other hometown team at Waste Management. Go to careers.wm.com to learn more about opportunities with the official environmental services provider of the Houston Texans. That's careers.wm.com. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston. Witness the Big 12 take on the SEC at the 2020 Texas Bowl, Thursday, December 31st at NRG Stadium. Don't miss your chance to be a part of a college bowl season unlike any other. Sign up for the wait list at www.thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. What makes for perfection? Spending time out on the field. For the Texans, it's the gridiron. For Red Diamond, it's searching the world's tea fields for the finest leaves. That's what makes Red Diamond so perfect. And the preferred iced tea of the Houston Texans. I'm Whitney Merciless, starting outside linebacker for your Houston Texans. For the latest on your favorite team in mind, go to HoustonTexans.com. Welcome back. One final segment of Texans All Access. Calling all Houston area teachers. If you want to bring a little extra Texans football into your classroom, sign up for Toro's Math Drills presented by ConocoPhillips. Toro's Math Drills is a video series designed to help third and fourth graders know how to tackle math in the classroom. Go to HoustonTexans.com slash Toro's Math Drills to learn more. All right. We've talked so much about the Cleveland Browns. I feel like we've got to get to the story or we may run out of time, but the 16 game playoff format. We mentioned it a week ago that the NFL owners were going to vote on it this week. The competition committee brought the resolution to the owners. Well, it passed unanimously today. However, the 16 game format only happens if some of the games of the regular season don't get played. So it's, right. it's like a contingency plan, right? It is. It is. And I think that the week 18 plan is also part of this, right? where they could reschedule some games for week 18 
And then once that option is exhausted, then they go to the 16-team format. I don't know when they make these decisions. What if we're barreling in on week 17 and all of a sudden, bam, 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 you get all these COVID cases, and I guess they have to just implement it and go for it. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I, they really feel like, because it's obvious, you know, the first few weeks we were sailing along mm-hmm. and then the cases, boop, 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 Tennessee, a couple of other teams. Now I can't even keep track of who's had COVID issues. It feels <laughs> like the entire league. Baker, Mayfield's on the the co- Baker Mayfield's on the list. And it's like not a big deal because it's like through contact tracing. So right. he'll probably be back at some point. But to your point, Mark, the, the COVID cases reached an all-time high last week. The first week of November, they were up to 56. But... It seems like the league is doing a good job of with the contact tracing, finding the positive test, isolating the players, because it seems like they just want to want to play these games. I was never really that worried that the Jacksonville Texans game wouldn't happen. Right. Because right. I felt like they, 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 they will find a way to make the games, whether it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the game will get played. This well, is why of, you have a go ahead, Drew. I was, I was going to say, think about how remarkable our jobs have or the remarkable change just in our three jobs. We haven't seen these guys or been near these guys <laughs> since we walked off the field at Kansas City back in January. That's I true. mean, yeah. So and- the people that they come in contact with, that that has been just halved, if not cleaved off, you know, by 70%. We haven't talked to these guys except for via Zoom, you know, and they're right. we don't you don't see them in the cafeteria like we used to all the time. They go in the cafeteria, they pick up their box lunch, you know, spaced out. And they go eat it, you know, by themselves, essentially. We're eating our office, our, our lunches up in our offices upstairs. So, I mean, they come in contact with so many or so so fewer people than they had before. Mm-hmm. And that's just one aspect of this. That one very, very small aspect of how careful the NFL has been and really all sports in particular, but especially the NFL. They've been vigilant about it since they've started getting these guys back in buildings, you know, last July. You know, I think everybody – in COVID, no matter what you do, you're living your own version of your bubble, right? Your bubble mm-hmm. might be very flexible. You might leave your bubble, but it's still kind of a bubble, right? And for them, it's not a pure NBA bubble, of course. I mean, they go home and everything, and they see people at home who might have gone other places. But I think they're being very careful, and you know they're told to be careful. And here I am asking Eric Murray last hour about barbecue, and it, you know, he gets to Houston. He's in the middle of a pandemic. And he's not an old lineman, so he's not going to order takeout barbecue every night, right? He's a DB. He's probably eating alfalfa sprouts and, and, and <laughs> tofu. and who. I'm just kidding around. But the point is this. They've been very careful, like Drew said, and they test every single day. When you test every day, you can learn a lot about coronavirus as the league has and who it affects, how it affects them, and you know how many days it takes for somebody to pop up positive or not. And the contact tracing, you mentioned Mayfield, you know, he doesn't have it as, as far as we know right now. And that's awesome for him. You know, I don't, I don't wish it on anybody. That's awesome for him. He can come back and play ASAP. I mean, obviously, if you have it, it's a different deal, especially if you have symptoms, because then it becomes a completely different situation. Yeah, I mean, I think with even with Baker Mayfield, like probably he'll isolate for five days and then he's off the list. But even with the, the testing positive, I think players have learned now that if someone tests positive, what a huge inconvenience it is to the rest of the team. And everyone knows that you're the guy that had the positive. Now, a lot of times it cannot be controlled. Like you just get it. You don't know where you got it from. But, you know, if you get it doing your normal duty, living your life, of course, that's unavoidable. But they're not doing any high risk activities, you know, like they were a lot of play- teams across the league where players doing across the, you know, the off season where they were training in different parts of the country with other guys like now they're just really with their teammates and, you know, staff, personnel, everyone's getting tested. So the contact tracing, even then, like last week, we saw Whitney Merciless, Dylan Cole. We saw a few guys go on that contact tracing list. Like now I'm sure these guys will be even further separated from each other because no one wants to miss a game, especially if it's because of contact tracing. I'm wondering what happens next year. I mean, this, the whole COVID era here that we're in that started in March forces you to live in the moment in so many ways because I mean, what's 2021 going to look like, right? For the NFL. I'm just talking sports here. We don't know yet, you know, and you know, you hear about the vaccine and everything, but the league has to plan for every scenario. Right. And when this whole thing got started, there was no way you thought the Super Bowl would be played in front of reduced fan capacity or whatever they're going to do. 
But here we are. And, you know, who knows how much longer it's going to continue. It really affects the business model. I feel awful for the other sports. I mean, there's so many things to feel awful for. Okay. So the list is too long a list here, but I'm just going over sports right now. Uh, at least the NFL is a great TV show, always gets good numbers and people will support it because, you know, we need our bread and circus, our entertainment. All right. Well, speaking of great TV shows, we got a couple great TV shows this weekend. We've got extra points with Drew Doherty and a very special guest. Who is your special guest this week, Drew? The very so the ever so special Sean Pendergast, oh, nice. Sports Radio 610, the Texans pre and post game shows. And he's also a writer for the Houston Press. He's a great writer. I miss doing extra points because when we had you had the two guests, I was always on there with Sean. I know. And that was like my time to catch up with him. And he always cracked. I always love his, I, I mean, he just cracks me up in general, but he's, he's just good. such a fun guy to, to catch up with. And then after that, of course, we've got Texans 360 and you can hear Mark all the time. You can hear him on the, the game broadcast on Sunday. And coming up next, we've got John Harris with Texans replay. I mean, there's a lot of things that you probably want to relive from Sunday's win at Jacksonville. So that's going to do it for Texans all access. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you to our producer, Jacob. And for all of you out there listening, stay safe. And go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. (laughs) Tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. (laughs) Today tastes like watching football is supposed to and it never tasted this good coca-cola together tastes better behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss such as player speed field location and movement patterns the nfl uses aws to process this large and complex data in real time it's called next gen stats and with aws machine learning and artificial intelligence technology the nfl has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats next gen stats powered by aws and now another edition of obvious news from geico obvious news! a study says that soft talkers do not make great radio personalities we asked local librarian steve sage about this and here's what he said honestly i don't buy it i think i make very captivating radio also in obvious news geico makes it easy to save money and easy to manage your policy with the geico app so switching is a really smart decision how does steve feel about this i love the geico app i use it all the time that's obvious news from Geico. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyken stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyken! Air Intelligence! The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston. Witness the Big 12 take on the SEC at the 2020 Texas Bowl, Thursday, December 31st at NRG Stadium. Don't miss your chance to be a part of a college bowl season unlike any other. Sign up for the wait list at www.thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. This is Texans Radio. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility. Featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players sit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. 
October's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award presented by Apache will be presented to EMS Jaime Larea. Larea has been an EMS for approximately six years throughout the Houston area. Recently, Larea enlisted in the Texas Army National Guard as a 68W Army medic. He's now working full-time as an Army medic and is deploying overseas this month. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate him for being our October Star of Courage Award winner. Telemundo Houston is number one for breaking news, weather, entertainment, and sports. Tune in every Sunday night for Houston Texans Primero EDS for complete game highlights. Upcoming Texas. game analysis, plus exclusive interviews all season long with Houston's most experienced sports team. Tune in every Sunday night for Houston Texans, El Mundo Houston y Domina la Acción, exclusive Spanish home of the Houston Texans. At CDW, we get that an unsecured laptop can put your company's data at risk, making you a little paranoid. I'm not paranoid. You're paranoid. CDW can implement a secure mobility solution using the HP EliteBook with Intel 8th Generation Processors and SureView Privacy to protect your screen from prying eyes. Did you follow me here? IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash HP security. What was that? Hey, Texans fans, you are lucky dogs because the Texans have teamed up with Home Smokehouse to make the best-tasting small-batch pecan-smoked hot dog only available at NRG Stadium. That's right. Home Smokehouse, voted number one in taste, has been smoking in Texas since 1970. And believe me, you've never really tasted a hot dog till you bite into a Home Smokehouse pecan-smoked hot dog. There's no taste like Home's. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio. Hey, Texans fans, head on over to Cachada Casino Resort and play the largest and most spacious gaming floor in Southwest Louisiana. With wide open spaces to play all of your favorite slots and table games, live bingo, off track betting, and poker. Plus, beautiful hotels, award winning cuisine, and Casati Pines, the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Cachada is the largest casino resort in Louisiana and Louisiana's best bet. Located in Kinder, Louisiana, just east of Lake Charles. Take I-10, exit 44 to Kinder. For more information, visit CCRLA.com.